uh, walk in front of that speaker with my microphone hot. <laughs> so, oh man, guys, that was awesome. I love hearing you guys sing up here. It was really cool to, to know that we're back at youth camp and, and hearing your voices resonate in this hall is amazing. Um, I want to remind Oops, I want to remind you guys that uh, during sessions, I forgot to remind this, uh, you of this earlier, but um, during sessions, if you guys feel like the Lord's speaking to you in some way or that you want to share something, um, we do have the ministry mic up here. Come up and see Joe or I or, or whoever's up here at that point um, and, and feel free to, to let them know, you know what's on your heart and that sort of thing and we'll help you figure that out, uh, but the ministry mic is available, so if anyone wants to share anything during youth, uh, youth camp sessions, during worship, you are welcome to do that, okay? All right, so you guys have some packets. I'd love for you guys to get your books out. You have pens and that sort of thing. You can take notes if you want. Um, those are there for you this week, and you will have plenty of time to have discussions with those in your in your. Um, teams as well later on. So, so feel free to take any notes that, that you want and love for you guys to use those. So again, youth camp begins now, right? It's still now. Youth camp is beginning. So as you know by now, <laughs> right, the theme of youth camp is the time is now. Okay, so our hope this year uh, is that we're going to be taking a look at how, first of all, having a relationship with God, two, transforms your life, has transformed these Bible characters' lives. Some of these people, especially in the Bible, were uneducated. They were young, they were not perfect people, but their lives were transformed to three into a person that God needed for the time period that they lived in. So we're going to see how a relationship with God transforms your life in order to be used for God in the time period that you are in. Okay, that's our goal. So I want to give you an example real quick of this. Hold on, let me turn this off as I go over. Hopefully, there it comes. Just took a while. All right, so I have a couple flashlights here. The flashlight, no battery in it right? Might help you to like kind of maybe hit your way around the, the room, something like that. But, you know, it's, it's funny because if you have a source of power, okay, and you put these batteries in, what, ha what happens? Push the button, light comes, right? You now have light to see things. You, you recognize things um, that maybe you hadn't recognized before. So 
This is like God being in your life. If you put that, if you put him in your life, he gives you the power to see things. And then sometimes he transforms you into things that you don't even realize is there. I have this flashlight. This flashlight was given to me one time. And it was kind of amazing because I'm sitting here, you know, I, I push the button and it turns on. It looks like a regular flashlight, right? Yeah. It's, it's basically a regular flashlight. And then I'm playing with it and all of a sudden, whoa, look at that. I was like, oh my goodness, this thing like extends. And look at that, it actually bends. You can do things with it that you never thought. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then even, hopefully, I'm like, one day, I'm like going up against something. I'm like, this thing's sticking the metal. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You know, I'm like, this thing's amazing. It's a, I didn't realize all the things that this flashlight could do. But I want you to know this is a lot like your lives when you put your trust in, in God and in Christ. Sometimes you don't always realize the things that you're able to do but you discover them along the way. And God can use you, okay? We hope that these messages give you security, okay? This, my, uh, the title of my message, I gotta remember, finding security in being a nobody, right? Finding security. We, we hope that this will give you security in knowing that God has a purpose for your life and that you can and will make a difference in his kingdom if you have a relationship with him, okay? So, again, the verse that we want you to be considering this week is Galatians 2.20, okay? I want, again, I want to encourage you guys to be thinking through this verse. If you would, when you wake up in the morning, read this verse every, every day this week, Okay? Um, there is a lot to unfold in it. There's a lot of stuff in there. So I want to read it to you again one more time here. It says, Galatians 2.20, I have, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So as you think about this verse this week, I want you to think about a couple of questions. I want you to ask some, some questions about this, okay? What does it mean to be crucified with Christ? What does it mean to be crucified with Christ? With Christ? What does it mean that Christ lives in me? Okay? What does it mean that Christ lives in me? What does it mean to live by faith in the Son of God while I'm in this flesh? While I'm in this flesh. What does it mean to live, or live by faith in the Son of God while I'm in the flesh? And last one for you guys to consider is, how does Jesus love me and give himself up for me? Okay? I know that I just went through those real quick. Um, I can get those to you later, and I can get those to your team leaders if you want to consider those. But I want you to be thinking about some of those questions this week and really just kind of turn this, this verse over in your heads and, and as you think about them each morning, okay? So whether you already have a relationship with Jesus or whether you are here this week and don't really know him that well, I think this verse will have a huge impact on your life, okay? 
I want you to know that there is a God that loves you. He has died for you, so if you place your faith in him, you will be forever changed. Forever changed. All right, so, so this week we're going to be considering some different Bible characters, such as Jeremiah, Joseph, Moses, Paul, Peter, Joshua, Ruth, David. We're going to be taking a look at a lot of these, a lot of these different people. But today we're going to look at uh, the character of David. All right, I like David. Um, <laughs> so, so we're going to be we're going to be talking about about David, um, and and some of this is from the One DC. So those of you that are team leaders, don't give anything away here. Uh, but I want to start um, by showing you some images that I um, showed at One DC. Now, if you were a team leader at One DC, all of a sudden you guys have just you you caught a disease at One DC, and it affected your vocal cords and you are no longer allowed to talk for the next five minutes, okay? So, so you are not allowed to talk or whatever. You, uh, if you're any, had any, <laughs> let me clarify what I'm saying. If you had any role in, if you had or any role in 1DC, you are not allowed to talk. You caught the same disease, sorry, <laughs> okay? All right, so first picture, hopefully, hopefully these come up. What do you see there? It's a duck. Is it a duck? Is it just a duck? It's a bunny. Oh, some of you see the bunny there, right? Okay, there is both. Yes, if you look at it, the duck the one way, the bunny's facing the other direction, right? You guys all see that? Some of you may have seen that before. Okay, how about the next photo? A gorilla and a lion. You guys all picked that one out. That's, I think, from the Pittsburgh Zoo. See anything else in that photo? There's a bonsai tree, yes, or some sort of tree. Fish, very good, Wyatt. You picked out the fish. There's fish at the bottom as well. Um, so I, I found one the other day. I couldn't get it downloaded correctly or whatever, but there was like 14 animals in the same Saying, like it, it looked like an elephant at, at the start, but everything made up, and it was like four different, 14 different animals. It was crazy. All right, one more. What's that a picture of? Two houses. Two, like, little, uh, straw houses. Two houses. A village. Somebody said an elephant. Oh, yeah, I see the elephant. Oh. Do you guys see the elephant in there? Can you see that? Yeah, basically his... His feet are the little gates at the bottom. His trunk is like where the tree is. His eyes, you guys all got the... Okay, all right, you got it. All right. So, so as you can see, we can see different things depending on how you look at something, all right? All right, how many of you coming into camp were thinking about yourselves saying... I can't wait to get to camp. I'm going to rock noodles hockey. I'm, gonna, I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to be great. Uh, you know, there, there's going to be no competition whatsoever against me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best there is. How many of you kind of came into camp thinking that? Yeah, probably not many of us. I didn't either, you know. I'm not even playing games. But, but that's, not, that's not how we often look at ourselves, right? Okay. Um, if we're being honest with ourselves, if we're being honest, 
Um, most of us are probably thinking, I'm n nobody. I'm nobody important. I'm pretty average. Um, you know, I just hope I make it up to the up the hill to the dining hall <laughs> um, after after the games are over, whatever. Um, and maybe I don't have much of a clue as to what I'm going to be doing uh, in my life yet. If most of us are honest, that's kind of where we're at. But how many how many of you have thought maybe even this that that other people don't even really know the real me, the real me that's inside. My parents maybe don't even really know me that well. My friends don't really know me. Even when we look at ourselves, sometimes we don't always see the real me, right? We don't always recognize how unique each and every one of us are. The gifts or the potential that each of you have been given, all right? This can be especially difficult when you're young because you haven't had a chance to really even, even experience things or, or use some of the gifts that you've been given. You're still discovering them like this flashlight. You're still trying to figure out what some of those gifts are. I want you to ask the adults around the room sometime, though. Um, you will face things that are bigger than you, right? All the adults here can, can tell you, you will face things that are bigger than you. I'm sure David, King David, from the Bible, experienced this when he was shepherding, uh, shepherding his sheep and a bear walked by, or shepherding his sheep and a lion walked by. What gave David the confidence to fight these things? It was his relationship with God. It was his relationship with God. With God, our life is secure. With God, our life is secure. Win or lose this week on the battlefield of, of noodles hockey or whatever else you're playing out there, if you have a relationship with God, your life is secure. Okay, Whether you think your life is neat, or neat and tidy or whether you know that it's quite messy, I want you to understand that just like those pictures that you saw earlier, God sees the real you. He sees the real you inside. God sees much more inside of us than often we see in ourselves. He sees a person that he created in his image. And when filled with the Spirit, can be used mighty in mighty ways for his glory. Okay? And that time is now. It's now. You don't have to wait until you get your driver's license like Eli Aiken did last week. All right? You don't... <laughs> you don't right? Is that true? Did I see that? Permit? Okay, well, you don't have to wait to get to your permit, whatever it is, all right? You don't have to wait until you're 18 and you're an adult. You can start now, all right? Let's take a look at David's life here and what was inside of him. What, what kind of things do you think of when, when you think of King David from the Bible? 
What was David like? What do you think? Or what, what kind of things, what pops into your mind when you think of King David? Psalms, okay, he wrote books, absolutely. He did, uh, he wrote a lot of psalms, so he was a writer, absolutely. What else? What, what kind of things do you think of? Um, he played music He played music, he was very musical, absolutely. He played for King Saul, absolutely. What else? He what? He killed Goliath, he killed a giant, absolutely. Jacob? I'm sorry, what was that? Okay, so he, he did have sinful. He made mistakes in life, right? Okay. How many of you have made a mistake? Yes, we've made mistakes. We're going to be talking about that this week, too. Okay. So, yes, he made mistakes. A lot of times we think about him about killing the giant. We, get, we think of him as a, a king, um, it just doing all these amazing things, like God used him in incredible ways. So there's a scripture that talks about how God used David um, for a service, but like this, this scripture talks about how David was chosen, okay, to do these things, all right, or why he was chosen. So in um, 1 Samuel 16:1, God spoke to a prophet named Samuel, and, and he um, told Samuel, so fill your horn and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, uh, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. So Samuel's going to Jesse to, to pick out the next king, right? And by the way, he's a Bethlehemite. Why, does, why is that important? Where did he go? To what? Jesus was born in Bethlehem, right? So you're already starting to see how this lineage leads to the Messiah as well, okay? So, so that's part of this, this whole story, all right? Um, so when Samuel gets there, he sees Jesse's first son. His, his name is Eliab, okay? And he's thinking to himself, man, this is the one. Look at him. This is it. He is like probably big and strong and handsome and just the, you know this awesome looking guy, right? And and he's like he's thinking this is the one God will probably choose. But this is what God said to Samuel. And he says this in 1 Samuel 16:7. He said this. Do not look on his appearance or the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. The Lord looks on the heart. Okay? Everyone thought that the older, stronger, more experienced brothers would be chosen, but that was not the way God wanted it to be. David was chosen because of what was inside of him. He was a man after God's own heart. He's a man after God's own heart. So what do you think are some of the things that God saw in David's character? What do you think he saw? Any ideas? 
What was that? Humility. Humility. Absolutely. He saw a humble person. Okay. Look at this. Uh, this is a scripture that, that David used um, in writing Psalm 25, 8 through 10. It says this, God, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. David was learning about humility. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness. That we, we, that's what we talked or sang about earlier, is love being a foundation for those who keep his covenant and his testimony. So humility is a big one, absolutely. Any others? What else do you think God saw in David? Any other thoughts? He was loyal. Absolutely. He was loyal. He had compassion on people, even his enemies, right? So he was loyal to Saul, even though Saul was trying to kill him. And he was still loyal to him because of why? You guys know why? He, uh, what was that last part? Why? He knows to love everyone. Love was a big part of that. Absolutely. He knew God's love, right? Okay, so love is a big piece of why David was chosen. Last one I'm going to give to you is faith and trust. David had faith and trust. And there's so many more uh, of these that we could come up with. But David had faith and trusted in God with everything in his life. He didn't have to worry or fear because he had that relationship. He had that faith and trust with God that he could be confident. He could be secure in everything that he was going to do. Okay? So, God saw these characteristics inside of David. And so, Samuel uh, anointed David. And then what happened? So, so Samuel's there. He anoints David. You are going to be king. And then what goes on? What happens next? Any ideas? It's a trick question. Not much. He went back to tending sheep <laughs> for a while, right? He went back to tending sheep. He didn't, he didn't go and he didn't become king right away. He didn't go and just Okay, it's all, you're no longer king, and I'm king now, and I'm ruling Israel. Um, that's not what happened. That's not the way it, it worked. Whatever. God used the time that he had with David yet to grow him, to mature him in his faith, those types of things. So he went back to tending sheep. I'm sure he learned through that how to handle situations when bears and wild things came along. He, he learned to meditate on God. Um, there's a there's a great book, a, a, a shepherd's look at Psalm 23 that, that talks about how sheep are a lot like people and things. So it's a great book, but I'm sure David learned how people, how to interact with people just by tending sheep. So God used that time that he was, when he was a boy to, to help him to grow in his faith, okay? 
So you have to understand that it took David many years to accomplish all the things that we talked about that he did. So, but God used this time to develop David into the person that he was. So how do we become the type of person that God is looking for? How do we become the type of person that God is looking for? Do you have any ideas? Give me some Sunday school answers. Praying and read the Bible. That's right. Absolutely. Praying and reading the Bible, right? Those types of things. Anything else? Devotions. Do some devotions. Come to things like this. Brennan? Worship. You can absolutely become... How many of you are affected by singing and worship and it makes you more passionate for the Lord. Asking other people about their testimonies, that's an awesome way to be encouraged and, and to become like other people uh, that are displaying God's character, right? Okay? So again, the time is now to begin this process. The time is now to begin this process. God is looking for a person like you. He's looking for a person like you. You see, God sees who you are. God can use any vessel for his glory. What's on the outside isn't important. It's what's on the inside. My question for you is, do you have a relationship with with Christ? And, And if you do... It doesn't matter what's on the outside, okay? Let me wake you guys up a little bit. Putting it at the right, there we go. I got the right direction now. Okay, so... M&Ms have different colors on the outside, right? All made up of different colors. I'm going to look at this bag because they're assorted variety. <laughs> if, you, if you look at regular M&Ms, they have the same thing on the inside, right? They can, they can have chocolate on the inside just like you can have God on the inside of you. You might have different Different colors, different varieties, different whatever on the outside, but the inside is the same. So I want you guys to take some M&Ms. If you like peanut butter, there's peanut butter. There's other different things or whatever. But go ahead, and um, I, w- I want you guys to take some, pass them down. There should be enough for everybody. Actually, here, let's just do it this way. Let's wake you up. All right. Let's wake you up, yeah. Go ahead, grab some. Get some around. Yeah, we're still coming. There we go. You guys need more up this way? There's some more. There's some more. You guys still need more. There should be enough for all of you. Okay, back there. Get them back there. There's more up here. Did everyone get some? Oops. Everyone get some over there? Get some? No, everyone have two? 
You guys still need some? All right. I tell you what. Oops. I'm going to give you a bag of these. I was thinking there was enough for, there shouldn't be 55 in there. Oh, here's one. Maybe. Is that somebody's? No? Isaiah, you need some? Oh, Eli needs some. Okay, who else needed some? There you go. Good? You guys good? You guys all got something? Skittles can be the same thing. They have lots of colors on the outside, but the same on the inside, right? Okay. All right. So um, it's what's on the inside that matters. It does not matter, again, what is on the outside. All right? Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has prepared things for you to do, and he wants you to walk in them starting now. Starting now, okay? He's already prepared them, but the time to start is now. It does not matter what your age is. You'll be hearing more about this this week. 1 Timothy 4.12 says this, Let no one despise you for your youth. But set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Okay? I'm going to invite the the worship team to come back up. And we're going to sing a, a closing song. But I want you to think about this question. I want you to think about this question. What do you think God can do with you? What do you think God can do with you? I think like this flashlight, some of you may be surprised at, at some point in your life of what God has enabled you to do if you, again, have a relationship with him. God often uses humble, loving, servant-minded nobodies for his service. The time is now. So let's worship him. Let's consider that question. What do you think God can do with you? Okay. Is it connected? Mm-hmm.